Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the DDP, the Deeper Daily Podcast, our daily podcast version here at Paul White Ministries. I'm Paul, and it's the 23rd day of February. It's a Friday. Hope your week has went swimmingly, beautifully, wonderfully, and I hope you're getting ready for a great weekend. I say this is the daily version. If you are sort of new to this podcast or to our audio drops, we drop nine different audio messages a week. Seven of them are the Deeper Daily Podcast, where I walk through the scriptures seven, eight minutes a day. Right now, we're in the Gospel of Luke, ninth chapter. We're going to jump into that in a moment. The other two are every Sunday, we put out a full-length sermon, either from our home church, the Garden Church of the Midlands in Irmo, South Carolina, or from our travels. We have things, and I still have a lot in backup that we haven't aired from our trip to Europe last year. So as this spring and summer unfolds, and I'm not preaching at the garden because I sometimes have guest speakers, then I'll be putting those out in subsequent weeks. So we always have a full-length sermon. It's anywhere from, oh, 40 minutes to an hour every Sunday morning. Most of the time there's video with that. If you prefer video, PWM is our YouTube page or paulwhiteministries.com. And then there's a midweek drop, and we do that almost every week. Life gets in the way sometimes, and we don't get that, but I'd say 95, 90 to 95% of the time, we have a Wednesday that we put out from our Tuesday evening Bible studies or from something else that we either record in studio from or from around the world, and uh, check it out. It's all free, and if you like a little more, there's some stuff behind a paywall at paulwhiteministries.com, additional content. We have a lot of stuff, hours and hours and hours of stuff we've done to record in studio for various Bible studies and things of that nature, even some stuff from the road from using translators, and there's all kinds of cool stuff there. And that's a one-time fee of $75. You get a password, and then everything that goes in there forever, you get. And so check that out if you so desire. Luke chapter 9, verse 53, they did not receive him. Because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. Well, of course, you need some context, right? Jesus and his disciples are on their way to Jerusalem. Jesus has set his face to Jerusalem because he's going there to die and to resurrect and ultimately to ascend into heaven. He sends messengers before him and they stop at a village of the Samaritans, an unnamed village. But it's of the Samaritans, and of course the Samaritans and the Jews in this time don't have great relations, and this is a great source of contention. At different points in Jesus' ministry, he doesn't seem to have a problem speaking to Samaritans. He uses them in illustrations, parables. There's one coming up, in fact. Keep that in mind, by the way, that as we go through a Samaritan village, the parable of the great Samaritan is one chapter away. So this is contextually setting us up for why Jesus does this. They don't receive him. It says because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. I don't think that means that people came out to see Jesus. They wanted to like, they wanted to put faith in him and be a part of his ministry, but they see that, oh man, he's so focused on Jerusalem. We don't want nothing to do with him. Um, I I don't think that's, I, I don't, I don't think it had anything to do with Jesus being unconcerned about the Samaritans. But it is that Jesus has his focus elsewhere, and he is passing through. Um, For whatever reason, no one there wants anything to do with him. They don't have 
much faith in who he is. It could just be Luke's way of saying it's really not his time in this village. He's listening to his father. He's just moving through. Um, Maybe he's content to do exactly that. But then the disciples intervene in verse 54. When his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? Now, you know Jesus' answer. I'm going to save that for tomorrow. I want to look at why they would do this. There's a couple of things that are pretty important to realize as to why this comes out of James and John's mouth. One is because... Elijah called down fire. In 2 Kings chapter 1, we have the story of the prophet Elijah. And he is approached by a visiting emissary, a general, who brings his troops on upon charge of uh, Ahaziah. And they, they come to, to take Elijah I don't want to get too deep in. I, I want you to read it. Second Kings chapter one, and when they do, a man comes in with fifty troops to arrest him, and Elijah calls down fire and has them all killed. <laughs> and then another man with fifty troops comes to arrest him, and Elijah calls down fire and has them all killed. And you get this where this happens a third time. Um, please let these men be precious in your sight. Uh, fire has come down and burned up these first two. Let my life be precious in his sight. Um, and the angel says, go down and be with him. So it, it's like vengeance, vengeance, and then mercy. And he kills 102 people, 50 soldiers and a leader. Um, if I'm a man of God, let fire come down from heaven. Famous statement that Elijah makes in Second Kings. So they have precedent. I want you to remember this. They have biblical precedent that Elijah calls down fire on his enemies and kills them. The second thing to keep in mind is that James and John were at transfiguration. They saw Elijah and Moses on the mountain with Jesus. They also saw a bright light. They watched as Moses and Elijah disappeared And a voice came out of heaven that said, this is my son, hear him. What they should have taken from that was Elijah's gone, here's Jesus. It seems like what they took from that is Jesus is the new Moses and Elijah. And so whatever Moses and Elijah did, Jesus is going to do. That seems to be. This tells us that we can look at an incident and read it wrong. It also tells us that we can use scriptures to our own devices. And thirdly, the prophecy in Luke chapter 1, same book, same author, in Luke chapter 1, that is spoken from the mouth of the angel in announcing to Zacharias that his wife is going to have a son, Luke 1.17, the angel says to him, He will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. And so it's in the consciousness of that era that the spirit of Elijah is in the world. And you would would think, reading it, they would go, well, that was supposed to be John the Baptist. And yet, here they are, assuming that Jesus is going to do the same. They have scripture. They've been eyewitness. And yet they're wrong. 
And I'm going to show you tomorrow how Jesus responds and why they're wrong. And this is such an amazing and important passage. And we'll do that tomorrow as well as introduce the sermon to look for on Sunday. Have a great day. God bless.